last time on Geek Wars, the squad discussed how much they enjoyed the harder they fall. And all are looking forward to future similar cowboy and black movies. Hopefully, fingers crossed. We also celebrate Disney Plus Day. So much was revealed from X-Men 97 Predators Prey to the Proud Family. But see what we're talking about today on Geek Wars. Welcome to Geek Wars, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the awesome G-Squad of Ray, Amy, and Marlon. Welcome back from a small little hiatus. Guess who's back? back For the holidays. Geek well, Force the first back. holiday. This Tell is round friend. one. Guess we have back. more to come. But uh, yeah, we had a lot of time to absorb, to digest with food and with content. Um, and so there's so much to <laughs> too just much. food too and much content. content, you know, too like talk about and examine and have therapy over. <laughs> oh, about. Yes. Um, oh. and I'm ready to um, <laughs> jump in. That's fair. Dang, dang. Um, for me, the first topic is very close because I've been a diehard fan since this, this came out back in '98. Well, don't so have time, had, you were a fan, I had, right? I had. I was just, this is like when the Lord of the Rings show comes out, I'm going to be the same way. Like, I'm just going to be like, <laughs> okay. Um, what I'm talking about is the Cowboy Bebop. So Netflix released it on November 19th. Um, it was a miniseries. It was 10 episodes. Um, I just want to say it's, it's definitely an adaptation. Don't look to the anime for your, I guess, to compare. You can compare, but it's, it's a whole nother venue, y'all. And it took me about episode four till I realized that. Um, I had thought, oh, they're going to do their own twist of a live action of each episode, or at least the main story of Spike in his background with the syndicate, um, Jet with his little cop problems, and then Faye figuring out her identity. I thought that's what we were in for. No, we were not, basically. Um this is a whole nother ride. Characters who in the anime were behind the scenes were actually more in the forefront. Um, Jet has a child and played the whole uh, single black dad trying to do right with his, you know, ex-wife with the kid. I was just like, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, and then Faye... <sighs> Yeah, let's let's get into it, y'all. Um, <laughs> I want y'all to. Uh, I mean, I know some of y'all saw it, some of y'all didn't. What what rating would you give this out of ten, and why? A uh, three. A three. Okay, Marlon. Wow. Why would you give it a three <laughs> out of ten? That's super low. That's lower than IG. That's an IG score. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Continue. Who's the thing? I I'm gonna give it a three. And I'll, 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 I'll do it two ways. I'll give it a three if you've never seen Cowboy Bebop. Sorry, if you've seen Cowboy Bebop before, you've watched all 26 episodes, you've been about it, I give it a three on that. If you've already seen the 26 episode from the anime and you're watching that, it's going to really disappoint you. If you're coming into it fresh and you've never seen the anime, I might even give it like a five because like it'll at least pull you in to make you go and watch the anime. I'm like, great. What's the real thing about? You know, I'll, I'll at least give it that. If you've never seen before, this is your first take. It at least is going to compel you to like go down the rabbit hole, finding out more. But if you grew up on this, you remember how amazing Bluth's voice is as uh, Spike Spiegel, and you're all about it. It's going to disappoint you, mostly because mm -hmm. um, 
I want respect for the Teddy Bomber episode, which was one of my favorite episodes that absolutely was not given any justice in this. It was one of the funniest episodes and they just made it a very serious, it's a guy with a teddy bear hat on and he's like blowing up stuff. So I was disappointed and let down. Um, but I will always, I will also say the caveat is that Mustafa was great as Jet and uh, Jonathan Tro was, it was, it was entertaining as uh, Spike Spiegel. But yeah, that's my rating out the gate. Um, and I'll talk about Vicious later and Julia later, but I'm going to just let everyone get the chance to talk because I'd be talking all day about those two. <laughs> How about you, Ray? I actually feel the exact opposite. I think it's better if you've seen the anime and it's worse if you've ha- if you've never seen the anime. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually liked it a lot. I think I'd give it a seven. I think a seven's fair. And I can talk about the things that I did uh, like. There were a lot of things I did like. The the things that I liked the most were all the main characters were amazing. Uh, like they they all did a great job of playing their characters. They all did a great acting job. But they uh, they were taking care of that part incredibly well. Um, the the and the one thing one of the one things that I, I was gonna make or break this for me was the atmosphere of the music and the world and the space and. I liked how they just kind of threw you in and just hoped you to hope to like, just like, you'll figure this out. Like it's not, it's not that hard of a world. There's a drug cartel that runs a bunch of things and a corporation that runs the rest of the things and everybody else is just out there trying to live their life. Like, like anything else you'll, you'll figure out the rest of it. Um, And I liked that part. That's why I think it's, it might be hard if you never saw the anime, just because it's going to take you a little bit longer to attach to things if you don't really understand what the hell is going on in this world. Um, so, yes. Uh, but they did. They they changed for it having the same atmosphere and having the same uh, like trying to have the same energy with fights and different things like that. They still changed enough things where it isn't just a direct adaptation of everything. Um, they copied a lot of episodes, but they also changed. Uh, they put characters in places that they shouldn't be. Characters know each other that don't know each other in the anime. Like they, especially that first episode was just like Faye. And the original anime was not involved in that storyline at all. Um, and so there's just like parts of that that I both liked, and there's parts of that that I disliked. And but overall, I think they did a great job adapting this anime because. It wasn't trying to be the same thing, which, but it was also trying to invoke the same emotions, which I thought they did well, actually. Amy, did you see it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I uh, I've only seen a couple uh, of the original anime episodes, and I watched the first first or second of the live action, and that was interesting because it was it seemed very sim- very similar in at least tone to the the anime um i'm ex- I'm, I'm curious to keep watching it and see where it goes uh just because you know there's there's just so many like i feel like there's a lot of these out there right now where people they're, they're like remaking books and and other animes and they're trying to and so this is just like one of many um and you know the 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 fan bases will be like either here nor there so it's it's interesting to see people react and either love it or be like what the hell is this so um I'm I'm curious to see if they will continue doing it, and if uh, it holds up over time. So your 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 score is pending since you're yes, like I will have a score see. for you when I finish the anime and the <laughs> and then I'll be able to give you a better sense of thoughts. But yeah, oh, I'm 
excited for you. You get to kind of watch and compare at the same time. That sounds kind of fun and dangerous at the same time. Um, I, I give this series a five. Um, the strengths of the show was definitely the added characterization that they added for all the characters, even stuff that I didn't even consider or you know, they add it for this adaptation. I appreciate it um, because in the anime, it's weird. There's 26 episodes, but I feel like we still didn't get that in-depth characterization or they didn't show it in a way where we can kind of form our own profile for each one. So I really appreciated that. Um, I really thought Mustafa was perfect as Jet. I thought he did way better than I ever imagined. In fact, like now I can't unsee him as Jet. John Cho mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. really solid Spike. I was really unsure if he can handle this role. In the beginning, I was kind of on the fence. But as we got more into the serious um, parts of his arc and in the episodes, um, I really liked that they chose him because he's really good at his poker face and he acts with his eyes a lot. And I really, I was like, that's definitely Spike. Like he really embodied that spirit. Um, Danielle as Faye, I didn't like her for the first half because she was, I, I understand what the creator was going for, for that spunky, witty, annoying you know, she's very like, you can tell she's one of those people who watched a lot of TV and then reenacted everything in real life as like a reaction. And I knew that's what he was trying to go, but it kind of fell flat for me. But then the second half, yeah, but the second half it, it, I think because when she had her story and then she was more in the team, I think either I tolerated her or I just got used to her antics and her just her. And so I was like, okay, this is fine. Um, until we got to the end. Um, but the other characters, like the characters who did not get a lot of shine in the anime, especially Vicious and Julia, as well as Anna and Gren, which I was very upset that we couldn't get more into Gren's backstory. That, that lost like two points for me. I was really looking forward to that because I needed that. And we just have Gren just, you know, working at the bar and being secretive. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but are we going to get more from that? But we might. Um, Anna was really cool. Um, I didn't expect her to play a bigger part on the show, period. I didn't expect the location to play a bigger part, period. So that was just a whole, like, okay. Um, but as far as Vicious and Julia, first of it's all... It's too much. It's way too much. Tyler Perry wigs. Again, showing up oh. in my anime. Even though it's right. not my anime adaptation, right. but... There ain't no lie. Tyler that, Perry that, wigs. That, that wig was terrible. That wig it was not awful. freaking terrible. Like, oh, I couldn't... It was the point where I couldn't stand looking at them. I was just like... They didn't have to charge? make his hair white. Like, they could have just... They could have changed that. Like, I they could have like did, like, Targaryen... Platinum silver, you know, like, like on Game of Thrones. They could have done that. You mean not the first adjusted. season of Game of Thrones, though? <laughs> Later, much later. Yeah, I feel like there were certain characters that they were like willing to like change, and certain things are like, no, we're going to stick with this. So it's like we're willing to take Anna's character, who in the anime ran like a corner store, and fully right. make her like a badass like den boss that the other gangs her her like bar is neutral ground. We're going to do that, but we're not going to change vicious is white hair to fit. Uh, a world where maybe that doesn't make as much sense. And also, I feel like it took away from Vicious. Like, Vicious in the anime, out of 26 episodes, you see him four or five times. Tops. Hmm. In the entire Mm -hmm. 26 episode run. 
and he's on screen hmm. for maybe two to three minutes and he's gone. Like they make you see Vicious in little increments leading up to the final showdown between him. And it's like, it's done in a way that like really like, oh, it's Vicious. This is going to be intense. But in this one, like he's center focus. He's telling terrible jokes. He's like, a, <laughs> he's basically a spoiled rich kid out of nowhere, which is like he's fully undercut him being Vicious. It's like, he's like, he has daddy issues. His, his daddy's a member of the elders now. And Julia goes from being this uh, memory that Spike has of his, of his, of his old life. Like, like in the anime, like <laughs> Julia is a memory that pulls Spike in and out of his like current bounty hunts of like, hey, this is a flashback. You've changed who you are. How changed are you? We we go from seeing this like ethereal version of her to now she's front and center. Now she's uh, a villain somehow, and now she's gonna take over the syndicate. And it's and it's just <laughs> all done in front of you in this like CW esque drama of yes. like a love triangle that like instead of like killing all of them, which spoiler in the in the anime, like that love triangle, all three of them die because of just how toxic it is. And this one is like, nope, everyone gets away and now someone ends up in a dungeon tied behind uh, a steam pipe. Well, that was from the first half of the anime. They didn't have the final confrontation fight at the end of the season. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Like, like in the anime, like, you get to, like, episode 25 and 26 when, like, they're, like, they they do, like, the full, like, love triangle and they all die. Touch it. In the church. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So this is like, because at the end of t- episode 12 or 13 or something like that of the original run, this whole church fight mm. and Vicious and Spike come to a head and fight. That's the scene that is the is kind of the finale here. That is, I mean, they... True, they, yeah. That part is done. The, the adaptation part of that isn't isn't the worst. I agree that Vicious is one of the worst parts. Um, as much as that guy's eyes make oh, him look God. just as crazy as original Vicious like <laughs> is supposed to look, giving him that much screen time so definitely <laughs> takes away from him. But so it comes, spatial it comes to the, one of the bigger flaws of this show is the episodes are too long. They did not need to be forty-five minute long. Oh my gosh! Like, agreed. They could have. They yeah. could have been thirty minutes. They could have been twenty-five to thirty-five. Like, and it all actually probably would have been a better show. Um, and it you would have had yeah. less of that vicious storyline being there. I want. I really wonder if that was a Watanabe note. Was they were like, oh yeah, we're gonna like tell Vicious's story from the beginning and yada yada yada. And I wonder if he was just like, no, you shouldn't do that. But they did it anyway because uh, they clearly took a lot of Watanabe notes. Like there, there's some there's some cuts and some fight scenes and some things that I'm just like, they, they followed what this guy told them to do when it comes to some of these some of these uh, some of these mm-hmm. jokes and some of these things. But this is not some of the character development. But that was Vicious was weak. Vicious was real weak. It was real weak. Yeah, there's and I feel like they didn't weak. like the storytelling of, of an anime. Like I feel like right. like the original like storyline he had was very like sporadic. Like there were episodes that just started and ended, and then like other ones started and like it didn't have like a thread to like the overall story as much. And I feel like they were like, great, we want to make a Kauri up that has a linear storyline. So every single person has to be connected to the main character in some way. So every bounty and villain is uh 
now attached to the main characters. Like um, everyone's like, even like the Mad Purell, which his episode literally is wrong place, wrong time personified. Like literally Spike leaves a yeah, bar and, and, and runs into Mad Purell. And then, it, it, but now it's like, great. He's attached to Vicious, which is attached to Spike. And now it's all a threat together. <laughs> even Ayn is attached to Vicious, which is attached to Spike. And now like, instead of them all being like important characters, Spike is now given this ultra, like he is the main, main character now. And everything that happens on the show attaches directly to him. There's a reason why I don't like Julia in the anime, but I didn't get enough information as to why. I just never liked her. I think it's because I was pro Spike and I was just like, how dare you mess with my man in this anime? But like in the show, it gave me an insight of her arc. You know, she was a makeup artist and then she got her chance to be a singer. And then, oh my gosh, but the lip syncs, the lip singing was horrendous. Like, okay, I, this is 2021. I don't understand. Um, so, you know, and then she caught their eye of the boys who both basically work for the mafia and you know how those type of relationships go. Um, but to see her just, acting I guess just pouting and whining and crying and then got to the end and then was actually an antagonist and I was like it it gave me a reason to now I can I have reason to not really like her now so I was like thank you um adaptation for giving me that because I there was something where I was like I don't like her but the anime didn't, show, didn't tell me why this told mm. me why so I was like okay cool Vicious, um, again, he was just very cliched and I just didn't like it. And I'm like, as an anime protagonist, I know we, or antagonist, I know like usually that's the kind of, you know, anime villains have their quirks and stuff, but he was just so bland to me. And even in the scenes where they had flashbacks with Spike and Vicious, it was just, their chemistry wasn't really authentic to me too. Cause it was just like, I'm, Spike is like, I'm a cool laid back guy that does the work, but then I have to protect Vicious because, you know, I grew up with him and, um, I'm loyal to that. And Vicious is just like, Spike's my pal because he's around me all the time. And I'm like, that's their dynamic. Okay. So then when crazy, cr crazy stuff pops off, it's so funny how they just automatically turn on each other. And I'm just like, help make it make sense. Like, I don't, I don't know. It, it just, I don't, I don't know if we, like, I, I'm glad we have the episode, but at the same time, like, did we need that? Cause I was fine with the anime, how they just did flashbacks and talked about it and stuff, but to have a whole episode dedicated to it, I was excited at first, but then I was just like, it fell a little too flat for me. Mm -hmm. And I know they were doing that for the audience who were watching the show so they can kind of, see the connection and i felt like they showed too much and it was just mm -hmm. based on just cliche writing and i just it just didn't fit for me um i feel like they, they took away like the ambiguity i feel like yeah, in the original really like did. everyone lived in the gray in the original and this one like they really wanted you to see no the bebop crew are the unequivocal good guys like right they're good 
this person's bad. Whereas in the anime, it's kind of like you are led to like believe like, okay, they capture these, these bounties, which again, we didn't get enough bounties in this. Um, but no, they go after these, uh, bounties <laughs> and you kind of see them deal with like a level of ambiguity and like literally like even with the episode about Dr. Londis, instead of them oh giving us a trippy episode about uh, a young man who was crippled at 13 and used his brain to like try to cripple other people online so he wouldn't be alone. Uh, mm-hmm. And the Bebop crew ultimately like unplugs him from the internet, which it seems like a cruel act because he's he has nothing else now. They change it like, oh no, it's an evil computer that's doing evil things. Like we're not going to give this whole level of like confusion. We're going to just tell you these things. They're showing right. you and letting you come to these answers. We're going to force feed you all the nuances and all these scenes so that it's very direct and clear. Uh, that and that was the theme of a lot of their episodes was we're gonna tell you and then show you more than just show and then let us think about it as we continue you know and I think that for me it felt insulting because I was just like no that's not right and I think that's where I got kind of upset like wait why would they why would they show it like that but it's true like the bebop is not supposed to be good guys the first of all everyone died like they kill people and then they go home and eat their bell peppers their stir-fried bell peppers for dinner because they're like who else can we get you know just to turn people for money because that was their way of living but the job got hard so you had to kill people like it might be in the future and it might be in outer space, but these people are humans. They still should have some kind of code of, um, like, I'm not happy and good all the time. It's like, they, on the anime, it showed, like, they looked tired and they just looked just, they were always disassociating because their job was hard. Their lives were hard. Spike's past is catching up. A lot of people, a lot of their past is catching up to them. So it, it to me this wasn't reflected on the characters until second half and i feel like the second half of the whole season was stronger that way because i feel like we had to tolerate and jump through hoops to kind of get used to the rhythm of the show and everyone's quirks and stuff so then i'm like past episode six i'm like okay i'm, I'm starting to accept things like okay it's just the way it is you know and then you know we get more into their um into their stuff like it's weird i really like the fae when her when whitney comes i kind of like that episode because it was just Mm. a little bit different and it was kind of expected but it was just different and i liked it because of the comedy because jet again he has a daughter in the show he still had to go see the recital i think i liked it because it was like this is wacky and i accept this like this is fine we're about to because i was like well, this is episode six, seven. Yeah, we're we're about to get into the serious stuff. We need this nice break before we get darker and crazier, you know. But I don't know. I feel like by that second half, I'm starting to like appreciate little things and be like, "Good job!" and this isn't bad. And I'm like, I shouldn't, but I had no other choice. <laughs> but I feel like with them like swapping Jennifer Whitney, we lose Faye's whole thing about not trusting any men in the galaxy. Yeah, you know, like. Like Winnie being a man in the anime, like she was like, I don't trust anyone because this man found me, woke me up, and it literally had me sign like a hundred credit cards uh, and like max out all my debt. And because of him, like I had to like be on my own, learn that uh, men are dumb, men are simple creatures that look for one thing and one thing only, and I'm using it to my advantage. And like we miss out on that and say we see her be, I mean, again. This actress could have been, I think, like way more interesting had they not tried to make her both Faye and Ed 
at the same right. time. Like they had to make that her part. be like the comedy because there was no Ed. So like she had to be like Faye Valentine, but also like say like fuck nuggets and like really right. weird curse words. She had to be net had to be net negasonic teenage queen in this movie because they didn't have a funny character. So she yes. had to be that like jaded teen on the group because they didn't have Edward to like drop in these really weird things and be quirky. And so like they had to like work overtime to compensate for that. But I feel like in doing so, I think undercut her character in a way that I thought like mm-hmm. would been super important. I do like that they gave her like a female companion. And I think had that been paired with like a more true telling of her origin story, it would have mm-hmm. like paired so well uh, right. to her because like, again, like she doesn't trust the Bebop crew for multiple episodes in the anime. Like even at the last episode when like Spike is leaving, that's the one time that she's telling Spike, I don't want you to go because I care about you. And he's like, right. I'm still going to go. And she like shoots a gun in the, in like in the, in the ship because she's like, I want to shoot you to stop you, but I know I can't stop you. Like that right. was an emotional level. She reached, because she eventually trusted these two men that became her group. I did I did appreciate Spike. I mean, I thought that was a little too quick how they got along, but when they got along, they were so stupid <laughs> together that I was like, okay, this is this is fine too. Because they would. We we didn't get a lot of those times in anime. So I was like, if we had gotten to that point of like a of a camera like zooming in on what's really going on in the Bebop, they would be acting like that. Once they got comfortable with each other, because that they was were a Jetty just, Bomber episode. They were dumb. <laughs> the episode, that episode were literally and the Jet episode so when Jet had to go out and handle his cop business, and they're stuck on the ship, still fighting over what bounty to get, and yeah, that, all like that. That, that was just that was so cowboy bebop right there because that would have happened it in was. the anime for sure. <laughs> I just wanted to see Andy. I was waiting to see Andy brought to life. That's what I was waiting to see. I was waiting to hear that like really weird cowboy whistle and Spike right. like, oh my God, he's coming. Where is he coming from? And then this guy on a horse pulls up and he's just like, I've come here to make a bounty arrest. And, he just, and, the, and the horse just gets everywhere. It gets on an elevator and a building that's falling apart. And the horse is like, appears in the elevator he just rides up over the cliff and then he becomes a samurai at the very end like i was looking for quirky episodes like that mm-hmm. uh and i feel like they didn't give us enough filler episodes I feel like, again like i feel like with this show they wanted to make it very formulaic like every episode has to lead to the final episode and they didn't want to do fillers and i feel like fillers were the best part about the show because it's like same it had yeah. random characters mm-hmm. that just made no sense <laughs> no sense, but like no, like, I, I, I definitely wanted no, more. Oh, so like the chick had a little like truck. She was dope. Yeah, yeah. I wanted more bounties. Ahead, I don't. There's a. There's some of these things y'all are picking at that I don't agree with because it's like it was there, <laughs> like and, and was y'all are going me. pretty hard on Faye, and I don't think she was that bad. Uh, and uh, no, she, I don't. I don't think she was that bad. Y'all are. It, this, it, it makes me. It makes me feel like y'all are just complaining about. Oh, they changed Faye. I don't like it. I want our original Faye. Like, uh, oh no. But she wasn't that bad. I just think her execution was flat. That's all. She would have been better had they I given her more to work agree. with. Yeah. Yeah. But and I feel like, I, like, I like, they, like they the made her. I really don't like. Let's keep going. Like, great. She's like, they, they made her great. You're going to be the comedian the, the whole time. You're, you're just going to be the comedian nonstop. Like, we're just going to have you be funny. We're not going to have you be, you know, bring that trauma from your past into Until this the role. second half of the season. Just, just That's when be that, funny. That kicked in. Jokes, and I was like, jokes, okay, jokes. this is a fair no. 
Right. And like, yeah, she was jokes for like so long. And then it's like, oh, yeah, she has a story arc. Kick that in. And I was like, okay, this is the fade that I know. But it took me so long for her to get there because she had to do basically what Marlissa is covered that missing void of Ed, which I just don't understand why we didn't have Ed. But okay, we didn't even get to the part. Um, the whole ending of this of this for of this ad- adaptation, which to me is one of the like one of the most memorable endings in anime history. This ended in a whole nother way where I was just like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" Sequel bait. So basically, Spike didn't die. Like, what is it? No one died, and we're getting. He was not two. supposed to I die there, like, though. He was never supposed to die there. True. They they switch so much around to where like but the, they made the final confrontation, not the final confrontation, but yeah, it, it wasn't was, the final. It was in this weird order. Julia wasn't supposed to be a syndicate person. Julia like, wasn't supposed to be around a Sure, you're right. But it's an adaptation. And it's their own thing. They're, they're doing things differently. It's change. Y'all yeah, are, yeah, y'all yeah. Hate I change. Just was, I was it's just so I confused. Right I was just confused. I was oh, like, no. what is happening? <laughs> the change is bad. Who is that change? I popcorn for I didn't like that it was forced <laughs> conflict. It that was part, forced. Yes. It was like, great, Jet. You have to never know about Spike, even though you are a cop. And on the show, you can call your ISPP guy who just knows people can feed you information about wanted criminals. Great. You just are never going to ask him about this random right. guy who's your partner. So you're never yeah. going to know he's, he's, he's ex-syndicate at all until like the last episode. And then you're like, what? You were ex-syndicate this whole time? I, if I see I you again, I'm going to kill you. If right. I see you, I'm going to shoot you. It's like, again. this was for us. We didn't need this. Like... <laughs> This was not needed. Yeah. It was a I lot. Mean, it was a lot. They all went their separates in the end. But the crazy <laughs> part is Spike finally runs into Ed. And I'm just like, okay. And, you know, basically sets him up for the premise from the Cowboy, Bo- the Cowboy Bebop movie. So I'm guessing that season two is going to have some elements of maybe from the episodes, but also from the <laughs> Cowboy Bebop movie and that storyline. Mm-hmm. But this Ed, I was just like, you can see why this, they is, didn't, this is this is this is Ed. <laughs> yeah, and it ended. And I was like, I don't in know. Their defense, in their defense, two. Ed is that hard to go from anime to real life. That is a hard I character. Know, but I was just like, like I'm Ed gonna have to only see, works but I just, on paper, like let's be real. Like yeah. Ed only works as an anime character. If you bring that character to life, that's like this person is like way too much. This is like this is not even a real human being right now. <sighs> I know. I was just. I think I was numb after that whole church scene, and then I was just like, "Okay, I'm just gonna watch neutrally because I don't know what the hell, what, what, how are we ending?" And then the end, and I was just like, "Okay, so there's gonna be a season two of this." What I wanted was that Spike rolls up to the Syndicate episode where he just rolls up and like goes from floor to floor, blowing Me up too. the I building. A John Boo episode, just, just running down the hallways, throwing like grenades <laughs> down the hallway behind him, and explosions. <laughs> and he's blowing like shotguns off, and like uh, Lynn's brother Shin is helping him out, and like, yep. <laughs> like running up the floors, yep. and then he gets shot in the elevator, and it's just like it just it's a hype. Because, like, it's a hallway. And I feel like in the anime, it just, like, invokes so much tension because it's a hallway scene. He's running down the mm-hmm. hallway. There are just countless numbers of syndicate people. 
And then, and then it happens. And I feel like what we ended up seeing was we, we ended up seeing them try to make the uh, coup uh, more interesting from the perspective <laughs> yes. of Vicious, which I, I can vicious. understand. The day. They wanted to show that happen, but I feel like it was just flawed in a way of like too many cooks. Like we're now mm-hmm. going to do this behind the scenes on all the elders and go to a plantation with this, with this, uh, with this black guy who cuts off people's balls and he like eats them. And we're now going to go talk to this woman who <gasps> like works at a forgery. That? And it was just like, where all like do do we need this? Like this do we is a need lot. This? That part, the lady <laughs> and again, and, the- I, and I and I think it goes to what Raymond was saying is that they wanted to make these episodes forty five to an hour long, and we're like let's just yeah, jam everything, everything into this. It'd have been a lot better. <laughs> It'd have been so much better. Yeah, it would have like, been a lot better. Tell, I would have they, seen nonsense. You could tell they knew how to build a good story because there was highlights of good stories throughout that show. Like it, like it was this weird roller coaster of like, this is great. This scene is not so great. This is great. This scene is not so great. Like, and it kind of exactly just kept doing this the whole time. And if they had just cut out more of the nonsense, it yeah, they it, it did it not made need it tighter. Forty five minutes long. Yeah, it it did not need that. Actually, most. A lot of the episodes towards the end were 50, 50 almost to an hour. And I was like, mm-hmm. why are these why? HBO long episodes? For why? what? <laughs> For what? Is, what? what is but the I point? will say, I appreciate the soundtrack, of course. That was what kept the me soundtrack. going. Even though sometimes I was like, okay, this music isn't used for this, but okay, we're going to go with it. Usually with a Cowboy Bebop episode, if the name of the, t- of the episode usually goes with the theme of the music, they didn't really follow that rule, but okay, this is adaptation, whatever. But I did appreciate hearing familiar songs in random episodes, and I was mm-hmm. just like, okay, thank you, somebody who decided to do that, because if yeah. it was different music. It, this is my Cowboy Bebop. It wouldn't have been Cowboy Bebop for me, but I appreciate the music that really kept me Gave me hope. And I was like, if I don't hear rain by the time it gets uh, to the church, oh, we we, we turned this show off. Uh, I mean, it was I feel like at the wrong time, but they tried. <laughs> Even when it went off, like I never came, I never skipped it. I had to I had to watch it come on and I had to watch it go off. Just like yep. the old days. Because I never skipped it. I was like, nah, I'm watching this opening again. You know? That's what so, you know. It's, that's what you know. It's uh, one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> True. I mean, people are people on one a.m. on So I'm like, hey, I'm just living the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> that's true. I also um, want justice for Grant. That was a I good episode. Too. That was a good episode. Grant, that was one of my was. favorite episodes and then it just had grit. I was like, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna show more Same. later. They're gonna, they're gonna show gonna more do later. A saxophone play. And right. it's like, nah, grit is just a trainer grit of is other just actresses there for support and just looking like grit, fabulous. And I was like, and what's you not know how bad, like, yeah, just bad, also, like Michael Jackson Grin's bad. Episode just, gives us backstory on vicious. Which yes. is surprising they chose to take it out because Vicious fought in the Galactic War. Like they could have like showed that war right. with Vicious and and them in the trenches before we get this whole like uh, weird drug that that they got that made them uh, red eye uh, that that like made them a mixture between a man and a woman. Like that would have been oh, like a whole. Yeah, like we didn't get that. Like instead, of, like great Grinch is going to be a that. background character as opposed to like that episode where they were like in the front with Faye discussing what it's and then Faye's like I discussing we'll probably what it's like get to be a woman and the dangers of it. I'm hoping because that was such a good episode. If we, we get season need two, that. 
I'm, I'm just saying it was a good episode. I again, I I appreciate that they tried to add extra stuff and make the episodes longer because they thought that was how they were. You know, this is, this works for them. But I'm like, I feel like they chose the wrong thing to do that for. Like they could have went more in detail for Grin's backstory. They could have went more detail for Faye, you know, and then that would have made more sense in why they were in a present day. But I feel like. They, again, it was just so cliched and following stereotypes when they could have really just pushed it with just... Cowboy Bebop was one of those animes that just pushed a lot of things at that time on TV. And and it's funny how a lot of anime is still catching up to that. And it just pushed on just like just gender being gender fluid and, and, and gender roles and all that. And oh, yeah. I feel like... We we saw a sprinkle of that in a, in a in almost like a cliche way, which is like nightlife. And I'm like, they are so much more than just nightlife characters. And I just I felt I felt I upset about that. Want space battles? I, I want more see space battles Spike too. And that ship laser cannon and everything <laughs> in hyperspace. That's what I want to see. I want to yeah, see yeah. the hammerhead running into ships and shooting Gatlin guns. I want to see space combat <laughs> where they're like flying around. It's like, it's, again, it's, and again, I think, and I think look, like you're saying, this is one of those animes where like, it's really hard to do a lot of the things that happen on this anime. Like, so what, so what they could do, which is like what, what Ray was saying is that the things that they could do well we're good like when you were able to see like the top view of the planets and see like the circular <laughs> um atmospheres that were, were where the people live the gates mm-hmm. were done like i feel like they were mm-hmm. able to do so many amazing things so the hope is that if they were doing season two that they drop in more bounties because the bounties were like the best part of the show mm-hmm. that we see more of them getting involved in space combat because for a good chunk of the episodes they're in space fighting for their lives or they're at the most literally coasting on E using inertia to get them from one part of the, of the galaxy to the other part. And they're like, great. We, we, at least we're going in this direction. So if we just keep waiting for like a week, we'll probably end up on this planet in a second, but we don't have so to keep trying. So I'm hoping they do that. And um, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's hard to do. It's also it one hard. of the anime that has like a big, big fan base and netflix also has the track record of not being so great so like literally people's expectations already kind of like you know a twinge down from like watching death note from watching full metal alchemist from watching (laughs) from watching catalyst of the remix from watching all the way back to dragon ball evolution don't talk about that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I just I was curious. Is there any? Has there been any anime that's been made into a live action that you guys did like, like ever? In the history of this ever being done? So has, has anything Bleach actually hit the mark? Are you joking? It was tolerable. No. Really? You, that's because Hold I on. left me young. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut off Cat's mic video. Raymond, you were saying <laughs> this. This is the best live This is the best live action anime adaptation. It might oh, I know y'all be don't like it, one. but I really Crazy think it easily. is. Like it, hmm. I, like it, it does the best job of getting the original atmosphere of this anime across to the viewers. That atmosphere you were talking about the music. Whenever they showed the the landscapes, whenever even the slow quirkiness you were saying you liked earlier, that was all original. Kawaii the camera Bebop. angles, like they, I appreciate that. The too. camera yeah. angles, the fight choreography, the, the like all the stuff. A ton of Dutch angles in this too. I didn't like the yeah. I didn't like the slow motion parts, but as much. Um, but also, mm-hmm. it's hard to you can't do the same 
you could have done the same kind of get a martial arts choreographer come in here and done a little bit, uh, which they, they clearly did for some mm-hmm. of it. But I think they were probably yeah. restricted to what the actors were able to do. Um, and they mm-hmm. probably, John I mean, got hurt. What's, John, <laughs> John Joe got hurt, so he that. was working his butt off. Uh, Faye right. actually yeah. did more than I thought she was going to do. And I mean, once Mustafa started talking, there was that man could do no wrong with that character. I the, the one thing that I am really curious was who gave him that desperate Great. black father storyline. Who <laughs> whose whose choice was that? Because. It's not a great stereotype that kind of keeps getting perpetuated across uh, media. I mean, let's talk about it, Raymond. (laughs) Yes, please. I don't don't know whose choice that was, but bad. Uh, Slap on the hand. Not okay. Thank you. So what was was the scene? Can you set it up? No, no, no. no. It's just he he has a daughter. I mean, you know, that, I mean, that, you know. Yeah, that choice... He didn't have a daughter in the original anime. He has a, a Lisa yeah. exists. His ex-wife exists. They broke up mm-hmm. because of the same stuff, his, his same backstory, but they didn't have mm-hmm. a custody thing with their child. Um, and it just doesn't fit the, it just is not a good black stereotype to keep perpetuating. But uh, I don't, that's weird. I, like that's the, it, 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 he tries, he does spend the entire anime trying to be a good father it, they make that a strong point. He is a good father at the end of the day. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, that's my point. There it is. Yeah. It was I weird. Mean, it, 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 was, it was an interesting choice to add it, especially because <laughs> his whole thing in the show is just that he goes to his ex-wife. She's like dating this like criminal. And she's like, the reason mm-hmm. I left you is because you always made choices for me because you're like this strong, like person who wants to like do right and know what you're ahead of. And I'm still discovering that for myself. You never let me choose. And he has to like choose to like, I'm going to let you go to be with this guy and make your own choices. And he chooses to like, t- like, like, you know, what? I'm going to live for me and do what I need to do. And I'll let you do what you need to do. And it's this whole thing of him letting go of his own past because he carries mm-hmm. a watch with him from her. And he's mm-hmm. like, great, I'm leaving my past behind me, which then helps him tell uh, Spike, leave your past behind you. It's not good for you. And we lose that discussion because he's like, no, I have to, like, get this doll for my kid. So I'm going to do this jingle all the way, like, scene jingle. where I'm going across town <laughs> looking for this goddamn <laughs> turtle man doll. Wow. And the fact I'm added on to that, his his ex-wife is with his this guy that he worked with at the cop at the police station mm-hmm. that he had suspected was a crooked cop. So he had extra, mm-hmm. extra hateration feeling sources, dude. And I was like, what? This is like a cop show on NBC. What is happening? <laughs> like, why is this happening to Jeff? Je- <laughs> okay. You know, and the guy's always smiling at him. And yeah, your, your ex-wife said, I was like, I can't. I can't, you know? I mean, the little girl's adorable. She's but it's just so... It too much. Like, I wasn't in Cowboy Bebop no more when we got to that part of the story. Um, yeah. I was interested in how they were going to show his... Basically, the Jet episode when it finding was such out a good episode. <laughs> when finding out you know who was behind all this stuff and I liked that they took a step further in creating that look that whole you know that detective noir oh, 50s yeah. look because you know Jeff was just thing. stunning in his suit you know with his old partner and they're trying to you know they're doing old time stuff and like 
um, you know, staking out things and figuring out things and then trying to be ahead of the cops, aka his enemy, because he's like, you know, he, he's the one that put me in jail. He's the one that took my wife. I just, I can't stand him. I know he's crooked. I know he's crooked, you know, and I'm just like, they did that episode really well in setting that up. If you've never seen the anime, I think that's a, one of the strongest episodes uh, really to great. watch in this, in this series. Yeah, because um, Spike tells him not to do it, which is why. Right. Because Spike is like pot kettle, which is like, don't do it. Leave, leave your pass behind. He's like, are you telling me to leave my pass behind me, Spike? You? Spike. I'm going to do this thing. Right. I, <laughs> but there were times where I really like Spike and Jet's chemistry because I like how people kept mm-hmm. saying like they were a married couple because they their, their little banter was hilarious. Yeah. And they the way they'd be talking to each other, I was like, they seemed like they had a lot of fun filming this together. Mm-hmm. But, um, I didn't really get a lot of that in the anime, so I kind of liked seeing this playful side between them, even though they were arguing and yelling at each other, like a married couple. Um, mm-hmm. I like that the adaptation showed that because I was like, oh, I didn't know I even needed this, but now I like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I have. Watch Cowboy um, Bebop on Netflix. If you, <laughs> if you want to. If you want to. If you want to. Oh, 26 If I had to compare, I would just say watch the original one that's also out on Netflix 26 episodes um, and then if you like that and you're curious about the live action go for it if not then hey at least you saw the original one and that's all that matters yeah. it's the one anime you'll watch with the English dub on because it's just done so well actually yeah it sounds good it's the one English of those dub old is anime so that sounds well good. done Doug, yeah yeah I will agree um I like listening to both, but yeah, the English dub is pretty strong for a 90s anime. That's really hard to do, so yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna turn to our next topic. I know we kind of got that out. We feel better about that show. Um, Marvel, of course, always has our back in putting out new content on Disney+. Plus. So our new Marvel show right now, which is a pretty short series that's actually ending next month, is the new Hawkeye show. Now, coming into Hawkeye, we had we really didn't know what the hell was gonna was gonna be about because we know after a year of just Wanda and Loki and and even like Yelena from Black Widow, like it was just so much happening. When Hawkeye came on and started, um, and then like you know you get to like twenty minutes in, I was like, this doesn't feel like a Marvel show. It felt like a Disney Channel show like a Disney Channel movie. I was like, first of all, it's way more family friendly than I thought. And this is, this is Let's looking up WandaVision and Loki and seeing the content they deal with. And I'm just like, this seems like one of those hijinks. Mom is marrying someone I don't trust. Must investigate. Oh no, they're bad. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to keep an eye on them. Had, do they stab with- people in Disney movies? I mean, like today, murder movies, people? Yeah. <laughs> Like straight up, like you just see like blood on the floor kind of thing. Because I disagree with that, like completely. Yes, I'm gonna say yes on Disney Plus. I'm gonna say yes, but that didn't give Um, me no Disney movie vibes. It was yeah, definitely giving me Disney movie vibes. Maybe because there was children in it, but it was just I don't know. I was it was Christmas. Is that the only reason why you're like it's? I mean, it's like a BS version of Home Alone with Marvel and Hawkeye for Christmas. (laughs) But I just wasn't expecting. Cat said it here. 
If it has kids in it, it's a Disney film. So whatever film y'all see, <laughs> listen, if it has kids in it, it is a Disney film. I was like, there's kids? Oh, okay, man, Disney. The Conjuring, if there are kids in it, it's a kids film. You should have to watch it. Wait, come to Disney Plus though, Marlon. I forgot that part. It was Conjuring on Disney Plus. Okay, it's a Disney movie. Conjuring? Come on now. Um, but no, that was the whole, for the first the two episodes. Wow. I was just, I don't know, I was expecting... I didn't know what I was expecting, but I just didn't think it was going to be a little bit lighter than the previous things. But then I'm guessing it's just a nice intro into building up towards connecting with other characters or other storylines down the line. But the first two episodes, I was like, they're fine for an intro, but I just wasn't expecting the tone of this lightheartedness and, geez, well, you know, the, I mean, people are holidays. dying, but still, it just didn't feel... Compared to the other shows, like we're dealing with heavy topics, and I guess again we're 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 not dealing with magic people just yet. Well, so maybe that's I, why. I just to that point, I feel like the reason why is like we haven't really gotten into Hawkeye's PTSD yet. Like we yeah. kind of touched on it a little bit um, because you know of he was at the musical and he was seeing Natasha and he turned down the music just to like look at her and not like her the music. And even though they didn't get into what he was thinking, you could tell something was like not good because that's why he left because like mm-hmm. it was probably like probably having flashbacks of her falling off off the fucking cliff and they didn't show that right. thankfully so i don't think i could do it again i believe but, she um, was jumping off the cliff whatever fall jump whatever <laughs> what do you want to call <laughs> it she <laughs> died <laughs> she uh, sorry, died I, wait aiming aiming i believe she yeeted herself off the cliff <laughs> as the kids would say <laughs> As someone who didn't watch it, shh. Um, <laughs> um, no, no, I get that. I do like how they kind of touch upon that. And I realized that Clint is actually one of the last of the original Avengers group who, you know, besides besides Bruce, between him and, and Thor, but Thor's not even on Earth right now. So between him and Bruce, like Clint's the only one who had to go back to society because he has a family to support. So he probably didn't have time to be like, you know, grieving. So he has like a different version of his PTSD and the fact that he lost most of his hearing. Um, he gets, and probably he's getting triggered every time something's saying Thanos is right. That happened twice in the first episode. He even had the mug that said Thanos was right. And I'm like, that's kind of triggering for someone that had to physically fight him and lose his, okay. Um, and then at the same time, you know, it's Christmas and he wants to have, it, he wants to make it special for his kids. But then again, you know, trouble issues. And he's just like, oh, I got to go back to work. And he had to call his wife to basically kind of, reconnect that protocol when things go down and how you know how she should handle and how she should move and i i'm I'm assuming that hasn't happened in a long time so that's why he's just he's annoyed like he's he's just i'm old i just want to just live the rest of my days as whatever but it's like more bullshit is happening i have to go figure it out and like was it the second episode Amy? the second episode at the larping festival i was through (laughs) i was not expecting that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did love it though. I loved like, it, but 
Just Damn. let me win. Please. This is my superhero moment. Just give me my superhero moment. And I'm like, I I, I totally understand. Marlon, you need to watch that scene. <laughs> I, I wanted to hear Marlon's comments on that whole I mean, um, I'm I'm festival. on LARPing uh, as a whole. I'm, 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 I'm here for it. I feel like had Marlon, I, you you will. You will. I feel you like will if I lived somewhere where there was a huge LARPing moment, I probably would have been LARPing in high school. You would have been I'm, in that episode. <laughs> I'm low-key glad that I, I grew up in Richmond to where like, that wasn't a thing that people did in our local parks, but I fully swear if I was somewhere I'd be like, I gave it a shot. <laughs> Lightning bolt. So, Lightning yeah. Lightning so this guy yeah. had to like yep. meet Clint. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, that was. I would say that's the best scene of se- of the second episode. The first episode, okay. it was just it was an intro episode. So I kind of didn't really have a favorite part. But oh, wait, I'm I'm, I'm lying. The musical. I love watching the musical because it was just <laughs> yeah. They really put a lot of thought in that. I mean, the scene is probably like five minutes. But the singing, the dancing, the acting, the lyrics—it was so like I was Is watching it a real life play. I can do this. It was. Yeah, I can do this all day. <laughs> like it was Wait, a full-on <laughs> Broadway moment that we're watching. Is it? Loved it. <laughs> is it? Is it giving <laughs> Hamilton <laughs> into the woods? Is it giving? It was giving me not Hamilton. It was just like into standard the woods, Broadway. Maybe? Okay, okay. Like a lot of breaking off and singing about each character and what they do and then going back to the chorus which is very upbeat and then we're all mm. like yeah and then we're gonna da, da, da. like it's very typical broadway okay. um very just you know standard um but yeah that scene i was i was like they have to drop this on spider this is out and i'm so glad they did <laughs> Songs, and now I really need to play. Like I, I know for they real. Did that too well, they hired what, all these professionals to do that one scene. They might have to make a whole point. play. I'm, they I probably will. I will go see it. Rogers the musical. Tell me when. Tell me when. <laughs> respect, respect. Um, Ray, did you get a chance to see Hawkeye yet? I did. I. It felt like like what I saw. I liked. Uh, but it felt like I was watching act only act one of a movie, and so I it just it makes it hard right. for me to feel be like what right. is this going to be because this could I remember kind of liking the beginning of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then I watched the rest right. of that. So the uh, right. so yeah, so I it's hard with these shows like this when they come out in this way. It, it really is. Yeah, I agree. Because I was like, oh, it starts off like this. Is this the way we're going? Or are we going to get darker? Um, I do like what's her name playing Kate, though. She, I feel like she embodies her very yeah, well. Yeah, she did a good job. Um, yeah. She's a very good, good casting Kate, choice. And I'm like, she, she, yeah. I, I'm with her on the show. I feel like it was a good casting choice. Um, and that she held her own ground in episode one. I was like, you literally come home from college find out your mom basically lied to you about being engaged to I was so fucked up. I was, I was like, we like, didn't tell her. So all, all her life, this, you okay, this, this is why I was like, this is a Disney movie uh. moment. So your rich mom did, couldn't take the time to tell her, tell you that you were engaged to somebody when it's been you and her all, all, all your life for like 10 years. You didn't have time to tell your daughter, oh yeah, I'm engaged to be married. Oh, but you, I was like, this is Disney movie hijinks stuff. They would oh, never CW. do this in a Marvel thing. What? There is her mom, though. I was though. upset for that Kate. Was really cool. I was like, Kate played it cool. I was hella mad. I was like, nah, Kate, you need to shut this shit down. Like, I'm not going to the party, you know? But, um, I mean, it was important because it led to meeting characters and setting up 
who murdered who and the tracksuit mafia thing. Like it was, it, it led to a crazy night mafia. in New York. Um, cause it's been a while since we've been in New York, like the city New and seen, um, adventure and stuff happen. But I am, I'm really proud of Kate for holding her ground. Cause she got beat up bad and she just yeah. got up and I mean, right. she was limping a bit, but she was just fine. They found the adorable cute dog who she names pizza dog. I thought that was really cute. Um, uh, but yeah, straight from the um, comics. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, straight from the comics. Um, but I, I would say, I mean, seeing Clint, I am interested to see how he's gonna, where he's gonna end up and where he's gonna go as we get further. But I'm really excited to see Kate's journey through these episodes for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I have one theory. Okay. Uh, what's what's what happened in the third one is that I think we're going to see Yelena because they kept referring to her like she wants to see them. I'm like, who the frick is she? So I, I think they mean the I lady in Yelena. charge of the tracksuit mafia too. I don't know. They didn't show her. Yeah. They didn't show her. I did hear a theory about how Kingpin might show up in this show to be connected oh. towards um, future content. Unless they're mm. bringing back the OG cast from the wrongly canceled Netflix Marvel movies. Well, shows. there's been, there's I want them been to come rumors back. that out of all the shows, Daredevil is the one that's going to have the most promise because of Kingpin and his connections to a lot of characters that we've seen off already through movies and TV. Justice for Luke Cage. How dare they? Justice that, for I Luke mean, Cage. I mean, that's how I felt, but it does kind of look like that because <laughs> the theory is, you know... Something about something was set up and you know how all the little thugs in New York answers to someone else, to answer someone else, to answer to someone else who's really Kingpin. I um, guess. So that's possible. And that's setting up mm. towards Daredevil. But again, mm. we'll see. Because I thought I maybe we'll see Daredevil and She-Hulk. Maybe. But I don't know. But can but be, people I mean, say you might see Daredevil and Spider-Man 3. So I don't know. I don't we're know. We're going to have to mm. really... Uh, really uh uh a lot of things that they're bringing in these netflix crew because they were out there taking bodies over on netflix they're gonna be on disney channel just popping people on the head with a little foam baton just disney channel movie stuff see now you're seeing it you're seeing it like i'm seeing it they need to put daredevil on hulu just put it on hulu don't put it on disney plus i'd be upset well, I mean, how are you going to show Daredevil on Disney Plus? I don't want commercials. He's one of the most violent characters <laughs> ever. You, you, you gotta buy that Hulu what, premium? No! <laughs> I don't want commercials. I don't want commercials. You don't I have want Hulu, just straight no commercials? Stream. No, because I have live before I have commercials. Oh, you have live. Okay. Yeah. I was, I'm I just saying, if they, do bring, if they do bring Daredevil back... Is either going to be a nice PG thirteen show, which means they're going to tone down a lot of stuff. That only just makes me think of Mustafa as uh, uh, as the brown Dude from snake Cage. Yeah. with mm-hmm. his Jamaican accent. Right, <laughs> you you know how to pick me. He was right. so good he at that so role. He was so unstoppable in that I keep that forgetting season. that he had an amazing patois. And then he goes and does uh, does uh, Jet Black on this. Right. He's great. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. He's, a, he's a really treasure. That man killed it. At dope. He's so good. Oh, he was so committed to that role. He had this little suit. He was looking, Lou, looking real good, doing Kung Fu. Ah, right, 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 right. <laughs> well, I'm just, I just want to do, I do want to shout out to all a lot of 
black actors who are just killing it in the sci-fi pop culture game because now we're seeing them over and over again in different things and i'm just like i love seeing you know um mustafa and yaya and brian henry and 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 mahashal i always mess with his name yes they're in so much like or something pop culture Huh? Lakeith, Lakeith is almost there. He, he Lakeith had a misstep. Is a Marvel character. He, is he so had close. a misstep with the uh, Yasuke anime. He had a small misstep, but I feel like he could correct note. it and do something else. He could do something else and it'll be fine. I feel like he's let Netflix lead him astray. And I think if he does his own thing, I think he'll be fine. But he's had but a hey, couple he of missteps with Netflix. He is fine in the harder they fall. I just need Marvel to grab him before DC touch him. Because if DC purchase him first, I don't know what's going to happen. He'll be static shot. So Can he go. be static shot? Or, sh- or he's going to be a I'm character? Gonna he's going to be a 30-year-old. If he's a 30-year-old, he's going to be static shot. Interesting. I hope they don't do that. Maybe they be Black Lightning or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll but see, but I think somebody's going to take him. I just don't know who yet. Yeah, Black Horse comics. There's all those little mini stuff too. Knowing him, he likes obscure I mean, things. If they so ever might... decide to take the Wicked and Divine graphic novel series and make it into uh, a live action, it's probably one of the more easier ones to do because it is a CW-like graphic novel, and mm. it just opens up a plethora of uh, POC actors and actresses to be in those roles. So I feel like he'd be great as Ball uh in the wicked and divine and ball is like this really awesome nuanced uh god and i think he'd be good at it i mean also all of them are based on pop stars so balls based on jay-z meets kanye west uh and it, you, so if you haven't read it it <laughs> is dope there's some that are based mm. on like uh izzy top i'm sorry is it play on iggy pop there's someone based on Ariana grande some are based mm. on like heavy metal so we didn't divine it's it's ready to be made into a movie or a show so they just got to go for it and i feel like he'd be great as ball i can't wait to see what he's gonna do in something with comics again because i i'm like he he's too good to just not let him do that um but i'm Real gonna talk. hand it off to ray one of y'all who wants to talk do, about the Game Award nominees. Do, do you want me to read off the nominees One of and talk Both about it? together. I don't know. I forgot who's taking this over. Great. I'll read off the nominees for Game <laughs> of the Year, and I'll let Ray give you feedback. Ray, okay. top of that list, Ray. Game of the Year, Deathloop. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh. No, yeah, I'd rather you read them all. It, it I, takes two. Okay, uh, Deathloop, <laughs> It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Ripped Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Game of the Year. Yeah, Game of the Year. Did was it a very strong year for games, Raymond? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, and that's really the only comment I have is, what is this? This is 2021. What is this? What is this? It was very uh, lackluster. No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect to any of these games because I've heard good things about uh, most of these games. I don't think I've heard much about uh, Psychonauts Two uh, from my gr- f- f- group okay. of friends, but like yeah, I've heard, I've heard that these games are likable. But like, uh, it takes two uh, from people that even played it. They were like, I wouldn't have put that on Game of the Year. Like. Uh, and Metro Dread, I think, is probably at least one that 
it's one that in other years probably would have been on this list anyway, but I don't know if the rest of mm-hmm. these would have been on this list in any other year. It's it's a very special time. It's Slim Pickens this year. Slim Pickens. Uh, but yeah, I'll agree. I think when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is a list. Um, <laughs> like, none of them. And like, I, I, I think I've played... I've played R- R- Ratchet and Clank. I love the nostalgia factor. I think it's dope. So like, oh, I remember when I was playing with you know when I had a janky PlayStation uh, and like in the in the in the little triangles were real big cones. Um, so it was a fun like throwback game. But honestly, I couldn't give you a standout of all this because they're all pretty like mid games. Especially if you look at years past, where like the lineups were like close, where it's like, oh man, all these are really good games. This year, it's like. All these are games. Mm-hmm. People have played them. We bought them and played them. That's what them considered them to be in this category. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting, though, is um, Best Multiplayer, uh, Back for Blood, Knockout City, It Takes Two, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and uh, Valheim. Those I've heard things the- for New World a lot, at least in my circles it got but a lot of um it lot got a lot that. of like play when people could get in but it definitely I don't know is people one of those liked new... it but a lot of people played it so i don't know if that's what i don't know what the criteria is to win this war <laughs> a lot of people play it or a lot of people played it and liked it i don't know <laughs> well i think this one also is affected by what this year looks like because back for blood i know a lot of people are complaining that it's basically trying to be like left for dead uh which mm. is where it's trying to fit because i mean I remember like going to a friend's house to play Left 4 Dead because I didn't have an Xbox. And that was the one game that I was like, we are playing this. This game is amazing. It's scary. It's it's just it's intense. And I loved having my heart palpitate in between, like, oh, was that a banshee? We gotta get out of the area. <laughs> we gotta get out of the area. No one shoot the banshee. Everyone get out of the area right now. She's 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 like coming. But I do know that for uh for Back for Blood, the number one complaint was that it was trying to be Left for Dead, but it didn't have any of the cool um, zombie uh, upgrades. Uh, the, the, the weapons were weird. The dialogue was really choppy, as well as the fact that there's a whole lot of you know minor glitches here and there, which happens with the games. But I know that was the main critique is that this was trying to be a game that came before it, that a lot of folks were like, hey, it's just not going to be that. Hmm. But I will say, Kat, best <laughs> ongoing game, Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, Final Fantasy, Genshin Impact, and Fortnite. Final Fantasy fourteen better win because we, I'm like, we, that's just, we are collective. Kat will riot. <laughs> you. Kat will you riot. Kat will riot. They will have and a singular riot. And the house and burn it down. And the MMO If they don't world. win, look for a, a woman that stands about five foot one with cat ears with a single, <laughs> with a single, with a single sign, uh, angrily chanting to herself, not any louder than a whisper. Final Fantasy should have won. Final Fantasy should have won. <laughs> for all of five minutes before she leaves immediately <laughs> she's like it's late I gotta, I gotta go to sleep I gotta go to bed Just, it's 8 o'clock oh my knees dinner. hurt oh my, my knees hurt let me go home this is true these are this all true much, things um, Final Fantasy 14 in the MMO world so you know usually the biggest competitor is WoW um, for so many reasons because WoW has been around way longer but this yeah. was the year 
where wow no nomination. People, I mean, we all know what Blizzard has been doing, what they've been doing Ooh, behind yeah, the do. scenes. But as far as their games, they were getting a up. lot of DLCs that and expansions that were just not up to biz. And Final Fantasy, especially over the summer, it 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 had a whole like migration of we like to call wild refugees that just like I'm talking like <laughs> hundreds of thousands that just popped into Final Fantasy 14 community. And at first they were just really unsure about the game. So like a lot of stuff was being skipped. A lot of questions were being asked. A lot of big WoW streamers were playing this over the summer. So that made more people play. Like, what are you playing? And a lot of streamers realized, wow, this is like what WoW was missing. Like, first of all, the Final Fantasy 14 community is one of the nicest communities I've ever been in in any type of game fandom, period. They are the most supportive, knowledgeable, and helpful people who want people to enjoy the game at your own pace, but are there to help you. WoW people never got that in WoW for 15, 20 years. So they were just like, I'm learning how, like, it's funny. There are their streamers are like, I'm learning to be a better person in this game because of the community. Like, it was life-changing. Secondly, Final Fantasy, what offers more over WoW is story. WoW does not have characters. They don't really have a storyline. I mean, if there's one thing about Final Fantasy... There is a storyline. No, it's not, Marlon. No, it's not, Marlon. No, it's not. You literally have What is the story of WoW? What's the, what? What's the story? Which the faction story? are you playing as and which race are you playing as is the number one question of gone that so you need to know. The beginning people are like, Kat, there's no story. Cat, each expansion has a different story that you have to play. They did You're not count that WoW story. Classic. That is a story. Cat, when you first load up the game, you get a mission and then you get to like get subsequent missions. These are wild people that said these things. These wild people think. I'm just quoting what they said. Well, Cat, if you were to play WoW. Uh, no. they're just like in Final Fantasy, there are two types of missions you get. There is your class mission, then there is a story mission. And then, of course, you have your NPC mission. But you do get a story mission that goes with your character level leading into the overall story. So there is that. There just is like that. in Final Fantasy. But the way Final Fantasy does it is it's very fluid and goes together. And so everything you do adds up towards the story, which the story has been going on for 10 years straight. Like, it's the same. We're still dealing with the same NPCs and characters, meeting more characters, and we're building up to the end of this story, in, which is basically the main story of, of this game, about if, you know, if who you are fighting for is really who they say versus mm-hmm. this evil that had ancients support it but like it's, it's a long story but basically okay that's a whole by the fourth, ex- by the fourth expansion wow. it, it dies into that i'm just saying what wow people are saying merlin when they tell me this i'm like well dang you came to the right spot because we got story we got characters like that's what we're like, known for i feel like most um, mmos have a, have a backstory I mean, they do, but compared to what i guess whatever they're doing over there and they come here they're like I mean, you can really see what's his name, Rich Brown, or whatever his name is. I mean, the grass he is always like, greener, you know. I am crying at this, like he was crying on camera because of him finishing the fourth expansion, and he's like, "Wow, never gave me that because there's no story." So that's all I'm saying is that's what their main complaints are, and mm. that's why we have a huge. I feel like our fan base, like we have twenty five percent, are not the same views as that as Geek Force podcast. Don't tell the wild 
people please, that? Who please add teams? all comments at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am only repeating what they've been saying on streams and Twitch, and you can see that. And I'm just being biased because Final Fantasy is obviously better. But At anyway, you you're biased. Thank you. We couldn't tell. We could not tell. Okay, I'm just biased. like, oh, that's what you say. Well, I can confirm that because we do have a lot of great things. Um, but at the end of the you day, just fully explain confirmation bias, and I love it. Oh, you said that I agree with it. <laughs> at the end of the day, this is why Final Fantasy is going to win best ongoing game of the year. Wait, and best when does community. this? When does this happen? When's the date of this? Because I, I really want to know the, the game awards. I actually don't yeah. know. Is it okay. December? Is it next week? It's, it's usually uh, earlier it's December. So Ooh, it's next yeah, week. It's December 9th. Yeah. Coming up. Um, God, I love that. That'll be a fun day. But it's okay because <laughs> next weekend or next this Friday, the newest expansion of Final Fantasy 14 drops. So done. I probably won't be paying attention to the We're work. still going thing. into it. <laughs> I mean, it's a new expansion because uh, WoW had WoW had waited and released their expansion at the same time. <laughs> but then, so, okay. Final Fantasy expansion was about November 19th. But then they pushed it to December 3rd. Wow, the same thing. So it's like we're still doing this weird rivalry thing. But hey, we'll see. Th- we'll see by the game awards. Best debut indie game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Valheim, The Forgotten City, The Artful Escape, Sable, and Kenna Bridge of Spirits for best debut indie well, game. Well, we know what Marlon's going to say. <laughs> if you've never played. <laughs> Uh, my my hat's going in for Canterbury Spirits. Um, Valheim is cool, but I will say Canterbury Spirits. I think it's nice in a very um, cool kind of a way. Also, the the, the animation is really dope. So check that out. Um, but what's really interesting that I wanted to tell everyone here is the nominees for best role playing game: Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. What? Monster Hunter Rise. Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megumi Tensei Five, and Tale of Arise. But Cyberpunk 2077 has a nominee, has a nomination for best role playing game of 2021. Which again goes back to what Raymond was saying was that this list is slim pickings across the board. It's they, just like what came out this year. Let's just give everybody a nomination. The first eight months where no one could play, like PlayStation <laughs> literally took it off its store. I think for this one specifically, they're saying the PC game. That's not right. <laughs> Is this a PC category? There you go. I think they're probably going to list like, oh, we're, we're nominating the PC Little version close. of Cyberpunk 2077 because we know that all of the versions were not working uh, upon launch. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, they made out with the nomination this year, y'all. They did. Wait, I... I, I feel like there were I, other games that need to be nominated, but I didn't hear this. Them. And they got a nomination for best, uh, I think, music. Music? Yes, they got it for best score in music was also, Cyberpunk also got a I nomination. People got to hear that because they could play it. That's not right. <laughs> 50 people. What's <laughs> the rest of us didn't play because we couldn't yeah. That's true. But also, here's what I want to do. And this, I think, is going to really, I think, uh, like, underline what we were saying about this year being, like, mid-games. Most anticipated games for next year. Elder Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. Next year's game nominees are going to be higher stakes because almost all of these titles are games that people actually are waiting for and excited about. So... 
this I feel like fully underlines just like what came out this year and what everyone is waiting for. Again, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, The Breath of the Wild 2, and Starfield. They could have skipped this year, Marlon. They could have been like, we're taking a hiatus because next year's better games. They can't do that. I I can't do that. That's how it works. Cyberpunk got nominated twice. How? I just... Make it make sense. When <laughs> since the end, since the end of last year, but I mean, we were saying this is our new Fallout seventy six, and now you're telling me they're nominated for best something. Hey, even Fallout got nominated when, when the year that they dropped, even though they were terrible. Stop it! No, they didn't. Oh, wow. Yeah, they got um, a couple nominations. Who is paying these people? <laughs> Again, can, they I have think money left over. They were like, let's just, let's just buy some people. Let's just, let's just make sure we can get some people to, to like give us some stuff. But yeah, that's what we got. Um, also, big ups okay. to Nickelodeon because their all-star brawlers got nominated for best fighting game. What? Uh, that was yeah, yeah. Nickelodeon released it just in time to get on this list. Uh, they released it literally go, too much in time. Snap, snap, even, smart. even though their game has not been out for a full year. It's nope. still be nominated for best fighting game of the year. But I mean, like, there's not a lot. The last minute. There's not a lot of fighting can. games, huh? This year. Well, I didn't see can. a lot of fighting games. Uh, Demon Slayer, uh, the Hinokami Chronicles, uh, Guilty Gear Strive, uh, Melty Blood Type Lumina, and Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. I've only heard of like two of these, and that has been Nickelodeon and Demon Slayer. <laughs> I've heard of Virtual Fighter 5, but I thought we already had a 5. I thought so, too. Wow, I think Nickelodeon might win. Yeah. But also, just to end this on a more wholesome level, Best Family Game. Uh, It Takes Two, the same one that's been nominated for Game of the Year, uh, Mm -hmm. is nominated for Best Family Game. Uh, Mario Party Superstars, which is always a Um, Mm shoe-in. Pokemon Snap. Uh, Super Mm -hmm. Mario 3D, Bowser's Fury. And WarioWare. Get it together. And I played WarioWare, and it is really interesting. So that's the one thing I'm going to say. Hope it wins. Because it's a really random game. And also, I feel like it's a fun game. And also, I feel like Wario was, like, really not used a lot. And when he is used, it's always really interesting. So that one's a fun one. Interesting. Interesting. And that's this year's uh, nominees for uh, so I guess awards we're gonna... this year. Can't wait to hear your responses when the things come. <laughs> December 9th. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that episode. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not here. A part of me really wants the really wants Final Fantasy not to win so we can see what Cat shows up wearing. Like full solidarity hoodie, full solidarity earring. She has a full headset that says Final Fantasy should have won. Her entire, she has a full Final Fantasy poster in the background that's like justice to Final Fantasy. <laughs> she spends like, the entire hour of the podcast just shit talking wow. I'll be like, like, and that's why we didn't win because everyone thinks that Final Fantasy players are like wow players because they're toxic. It's just like I mean, full was wow nominated? Wow, it's not nominated. Also, because Blizzard is going through a ton a of terrible Say things. Yes? They're going through Blizzard what? Blizzard is terrible. <laughs> ton of terrible things. Blizzard is going through terrible things. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, what I am happy that we didn't see, we didn't see Avengers on this at all. So that was I, I was going to say that. Please say Avengers was not nominated, period. I... Uh, all, I, 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 I do not see Avengers anywhere on this list for any nominees. That's why I'm like, how does Cyberpunk? I guess because Cyberpunk was the only game in that category worth considering. <laughs> well, Avengers, <laughs> I feel like it fits a couple of these categories, but I'm guessing yeah. they didn't get the, the votes to to do it. 
Um, Interesting. Also, I will say, even with Cyberpunk, you could play it for like two hours and still stuff to do with Avengers. If you if you like went through it for like like a like like Ray and I did to like finish like the story mode, you had nothing else to do but just replay other things and like punch robots over and over again, and then get more uh, cool costumes, and then keep punching different robots over and over again to get a different costume. And then if you wanted to, you could punch a bigger robot a bunch of times and get other costumes. So it wasn't anything new <sighs> happening with that for a long time. That's why it was But what's wild is Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy that just came out is nominated a few times. <laughs> heard it was a solid game yeah it's it's gotten like a solid meh from everyone so it's not yeah. bad but it's just it's just meh solid it's, something, meh. it's something to play and get done i mean with it's better like, than avengers so like the bar was set yeah. real low so it's just like yeah. okay, it's playable no, and like true. you can do stuff and it isn't you just hitting like a bunch of robots and going kung, 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 for an hour and a half fantastic <laughs> I remember playing this game and right. people being like, what are you playing? I'm like, Avengers. She's like, why does it keep doing the same sound? I'm like, I don't know. Like, she was like, are you hitting a button wrong? I'm like, no, I'm hitting the right buttons. So it's just not doing anything. I'm just punching this robot and like a beat. Is I love how we're all scarred by one game. I think that brings us together. Oh I just remember being the awesome. whole game, just smashing everything. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Early access, too. <laughs> well, Cat paid more. Wait, Cat paid more. I got early access. I don't actually. She got early access. We like we we all were texting, like, oh, it's going to drop in like two minutes. We should all probably go play it right now. Right. And then you did, and I was like, I'm not Here's going further it. than this. This was Fallout 64 all over again, Kat. I don't I really don't know which game I got further in Rest Avengers or Fallout 76 before I you stopped. Got Avengers, because we stopped on the first level of Fallout. Like we we ran up and down this uh, this flat uh plane and we're like, what are we supposed to do? And then you're like, I don't know. <laughs> and we're just running. <laughs> It's running everywhere. That game was nominated that year too. And then you saw like a naked guy, like a like a little horse head, and we're like, "What is this game?" And then we both logged off. Right. And then I think I heard you. You were you were playing with like some family member in the background, like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "I don't know." And then you're like, "I'm gonna leave now," and I'm like, "I'm gonna leave too." And then we just logged off and never came back. We logged off forever. Forever. I'm like sorry. I think if I go into my position, they'll probably tell me total playtime five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll say thirty minutes because you spent Ew. most of the time designing our character. Ah. Oh, you're right. You're right. We did spend like buku time putting on like hats and like facial hair and like size. We were really and, like, testing it, and they were like, "Let's go out in the world." And I was like, "What the hell are we supposed to do out of here?" <laughs> it was, and you're in like Appalachia, so it's just trees, trees, hills, trailer park, trailer park, hills, trees, old meth slabs. I was exactly. like, there was the video of that. I want to see the video of you guys. We should have recorded that. We should have recorded that. Oh, I, too bad. I just know, Sad. like, Elisha, my nephews and nieces were watching. They had their own commentary of like, what is that? I don't know, kids. Mm. I'm I does not know. That was the first time I've ever, I think, emailed position to be like, hey, can I get my money back for this game, actually? <laughs> and I was promptly told no. And then I remember responding back, this game is terrible. Like, are you sure? Or like, 
if you have a problem with the game, you should like rate it. I'm like, that's how you get my money back. But I guess. Yeah, I remember you did that because I was like, is it possible to get our money back? And it was like, the nope. answer was an unequivocal no. But apparently you could for Cyberpunk. Where were you then? So Where were you then? We could have used that money back. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> Anything else to add to the docket before we close? Okay. Oh, you should all watch Super Crooks. Um, the Millerverse is, fo- is finally, finally doing something right. And I think it's going to have to only be animated from here on out. Do y'all remember Jupiter Ascending came out? It wasn't great. Speak, right. Um, Why you speak such a horrible thing? But Super Crooks, same universe, but it's animated this time. And it has one of like the smoothest jazz openings where the characters are dancing, almost like the end of Jujutsu Kaisen. Like the main mm. character's like dancing around in the beginning, just like dun, 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 dun. but it's really fun. Um, and it's it isn't just about super villains, it's literally about um the world where there's like superheroes and there's like a super villain organization and like the bad guys that are like in the middle they're like forget both sides we're gonna just kind of do our own thing uh and it's really interesting done really well great animation uh very violent and i feel like it's probably gonna write the millerverse because netflix probably was nervous but if they mm. do more animated ones they'll probably do better because the live action was not doing great so check it out mm. uh it's it's like real aggressive um if you'll remember that um that video of like batman like punching someone and someone's like batman he's had enough and he's like do you want some I thought, yeah. <laughs> and oh over again. that's literally the superheroes in this show and it's like oh my god <laughs> these heroes are going way too far they're just like beating the hell out of these villains because they have superpowers so it's like you're in a whole other jurisdiction they're, like breaking people's legs and it's like oh my god and it's like this is for- <laughs> Like, this is for the union. We gotta defeat super villains. And it's like, I think he's tapped out, my friend. I think he's done. But it's just really great. <laughs> Check it out. It's off the wall bonkers. The powers some of these people have is just like gross, but like fits the world. So super crooks, really entertaining. I think you'll enjoy it. What what streaming service? Netflix, the same as Jupiter Legacy, but ignore that. They do mention Jupiter's Legacy because it's the same universe, right. but it's all animated, so you don't have to watch. Anything from mm. uh, the first one. Mm. Ooh, I like that. I can just jump in and watch good stuff. Nice. Yeah, you can jump in. You don't need any prior knowledge. Uh, it's the first episode is a trip, y'all. Like it is. Hmm. Uh, I was not ready for what I saw on the episode. Uh, it starts off. Uh, I think it's twelve. Ooh. Twelve. Hmm. All up there. I'm just like <gasps> not eight, not six, twelve, not ten. Wow. Twelve. That's doable. The Millerverse. This 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 man is really all in, and Netflix is all in with So check it out. Okay, Super Crooks on yep. Netflix. Check it out. Um. Well, I'm gonna wrap this up today. Thank you, listeners, for uh, you know, eating your leftover Thanksgiving um food and taking the time to listen to our show of the day um listeners also don't forget that we have social media and you can drop by on our facebook twitter and instagram anytime you want asking questions and leaving comments for marlon with that said continue wow. doing your wow. holiday leftover wow. thing series don't forget to play final fantasy okay. 14 and watch the original cowboy wow. bebop anime 26 episodes on netflix and geek on this episode of quest on media's geek force was produced in Richmond, California.